Welcome to Marriage Can Heal Podcast. If you're married, or you are single and thinking about marriage, then this podcast is for you. Drop the beat now. So we, we're we're back again. Hi everybody. Hi we're, everyone. Hi everybody. This is Pedro and Tal. Welcome to Marriage Can Heal Podcast. That's right. We're gonna go right into part two mm-hmm. of this power of testimony of Brent and Anika. Yes. And they're gonna tell us some more about fighting for your marriage. Mm-hmm. And so we're gonna just get right into it. Sister Tara had asked me, "Well, Brent, how did you feel when y'all got back together? Nika's been praying for you. You was living this lifestyle, and this is what you had left. How did you feel coming back?" And and so I shared three things that the Lord did mm-hmm. in my life. And I wanted to encourage somebody who's praying for somebody who the situation may seem impossible. So the Lord is able to do a million things that the Lord has a thousand ways of which we don't know anything right. about. I just wanted to uh, give somebody some examples on how the Lord could turn around an impossible mm-hmm. situation. First of all, was the very thing that seemed like to make it impossible the Lord actually used that thing to begin my recovery. That was the birth of my daughter. The second thing was the Lord gave me a vision of the Mm. trouble I was in that made me, that helped me want to get out the trouble I was in. I I mean, to me, I mean, that's powerful. And I'm not knowing he's praying for me. We looking back on this later. Wait a minute. While you're praying for me, I'm I'm getting sick of my lifestyle. I'm looking at my daughter like I want to be better. And the Lord gave me a vision wow. like, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Yes. And like, Lord, help me. Help no, me, you know, because the Lord don't force you. So how can the Lord deal with an unrepentant person to help them? Well, he show you the trouble and make yes. you say, Lord, please get me out of this mess. And the third thing was I'm driving around listening to my Bible. And I read in Malachi chapter two, verses uh, 13 to uh, to 15, where I learned that the Lord regards that I dealt treacherously with the wife of my youth and that he considers that she's still my companion. Mm. But the powerful thing that I wanted to get into to answer your question uh, that right before right before we got right. cut off in part one is that the scripture says in 15, why did he mm. make y'all one? It says that he might seek a godly seed. What does that sound like, um, PJ? I'm reading it now, as you think. That he might seek, seek a godly, a godly seed. seed, PJ. He said, did, uh, did the Lord make you one with your wife in body and spirit? You are his. I'm sorry, repeat that again, because I was reading while you was reading. I, I apologize. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no problem. It said, it said, it said, because I, I caught this on the first we'll time that I you. heard it. But again, I believe the Lord, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit was talking to me. It said 15, wherefore one, meaning why did he make y'all one? What right. was the purpose of y'all right. being that, married? That's what you're saying, right. You know, so why did he make y'all one? That he might seek, seek a godly seed. Gotcha. Me and Anika didn't have any children. Gotcha. I didn't catch that part. Because I was thinking more in the sense of that uh, he put us together for a reason. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, and he did. And he did. And it's more than that. It's not just about children, but specifically here and how to, you know, the Lord will speak to us through the scriptures individually in a different way. This is something powerful he used in right. my life. After I heard this, 
probably within minutes of hearing this, I pulled over on the side of the road. I I, I remember this. <laughs> I was way down. I can't even say the name of the city, but I was probably about three hours away from home when I was listening to this. I pulled over and called Anika, and I was mumbling, stammering wow. my words. And I was like, Nika, Nika, you got to open your Bible and read this. You have got to read this. And I'm just mumbling on my knee, like, what, the, what, what you talking about? I'm like, Nika, Nika, um, the Lord, the Lord considers that we still married. Wow. You know what 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 was done in the courts and all of that? The Lord, the Lord don't, wow. don't acknowledge that. He said that, yet is she thy companion. And then I said, Nika, he wants a godly seed. She like Nika. I heard Nika say later when he was telling his testimony. She's like, what is this man talking about? Is he crazy? What is? What's he talking about? But I received that as a commission, as a charge, mm -hmm. to try the best I could to return and to uh, redeem yes. and to make up the failure. And from this point yes. on, wow. I knew that me wow. and Nika would have. So children. we say godly seed. I didn't catch that. And do you know since we've been back together? I'm sorry. You know since we've been back together. So I got my daughter, who's my firstborn. Right. Go ahead. Okay. So we have my daughter, who is my firstborn, and now the Lord blessed me and Anika to have four boys. Wow. Samuel, and and we call him Samuel because that name means right. asked of God. Like Hannah. <clears throat> we believe I believe that's the godly seed God said He was looking for, but He gave wow. us more than that. We had Samuel. Daniel, Anthony Joseph, and Michael. Wow. So um that's that's our our family wow. now. That's our family now. And you asked, Brent, how did you feel when you returned? To answer your question, I felt like I had a mission. I had a mission to return. I had a purpose and a commitment. In some ways, I never you never heard me say this. In some ways, I feel like I was better prepared for us getting back together the second wow. time than Anika was. Mm -hmm. Because before I went back to church, uh, I, I was on my little couch. I had a little outside room where uh, right. Pedro, where I worked out. And right. I had like I had my house and I had my garage and I had all my, my weightlifting equipment out there. And then I had another little room with a couch and a little right. beat up TV. And my cousin come over there. We play video games. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, I smoke weed and stuff like that. And then one day I said, man, I, man, I ain't doing this no more. I said, what you doing with your life? You got a daughter, man. You playing around. I said, I'm done with this. I'm going back to church. And then uh, uh, the Holy Spirit stopped me. I feel like it was my voice, but I, I now realize the Holy Spirit stopped me and said, wait a minute. Why are you going to go back to church? You was, you was there mm -hmm. before. You did right. that before. What's going to be different this time? So I said... I thought about it. I said, you make a good point. Yeah, what's going to be different? And I thought about it. I said, you know, when I was in church before, I was one foot in the church, mm -hmm. one foot in the world. I said, well, if I go back to church, I'm going to be two feet in. There you go. And then I was like, okay, that's what you're going to need to do. But if you ain't going to do that, don't go and waste them people's time and break another set yeah. of people's hearts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't even go unless you're going to go. And in that moment, I understood what yes. commitment was. It was, if you're not going to be too thin, don't go. Stay right here on this couch with your little weed and your beer in the refrigerator and all this stuff. Right. Don't, don't even do it. So, so I said, so, so the decision was, yeah, if you go, you got to be committed. 
So I had made understood commitment through that decision to go back to church. So when it came time for me and Nika to get back together, I brought that 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 simple rudimentary understanding of commitment, and I said, "We don't need to do this if you not if it's if it's not gonna be real, if it's not gonna be set right. forever." So so what I'm saying is I had a yes. mission, sister. So sometimes, matter of fact, Anita went home several times when we was first remarried. <laughs> she she I brought her to Louisiana. Right. And she went home several times to her mother. Mm. Oh, wait, real quick. But I'm sorry. You, I had made that I don't mean to cut you off, but you said you bought it. So in actuality, when you said I'm leaving and go to Louisiana and you're not going with me, she ended up coming with you anyway. Hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. later on. Later on down the line. I mean, isn't that see how that's weird? Like, because when you said I'm I'm going. I'm going, but you're not coming yeah. with me. You, she still ended up following. Maybe years later, but she still ended up coming. Yeah. Okay. I, I never thought of that till you pointed <laughs> that just, out. It just popped in my head when you said that. that. So we just want to encourage. <laughs> we just want to encourage anybody who's going through anything concerning their marriage. And again, in part one, Pedro said, "Yes, if you want to." If God put a desire in your heart to want to heal, even if you think it's impossible, don't even ask that question. It's just like all the people Jesus healed. Don't think about how bad off you are. The simple question is, do you want to be made whole? That's really the only really thing, because nobody could do that for you. And that's so powerful that Pedro said that. Pedro said at the beginning of part one, listen to it. He said, if you want your marriage to be healed, it can be. Yes. Yes. Yes, because if you if it, it's all through the Bible, Jesus when he when he heals people, he'll say, "Do you want do you want to be healed? Do you want to walk? Do you want to see?" And they say yes, and then he heals them. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's it's always about God will help us as long as you want that help, and He gives us the choice, as you said in in the book, that Amen. He gives us a choice of wanting the help or not wanting the help. It's just about what you want. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and so. Wow. God works in mysterious ways. Oh, definitely. Beyond mysterious ways, he works in ways we can't even think of. <laughs> wow. wow. God is so good. I had I had oh, a question. Goodness. So you guys got, you got divorced and it was about four years, right? That you was not, you was going back and forth. And then Anika decided that she wasn't going to even um, talk to you anymore. Then you called her out the blue and said, I'm going to church. Mm-hmm. And she didn't quite believe it right away, probably right away. And then she, and then she was praying for you. And then you had Madison. Um, I was reading in the book cause it, it just amazed me. So when you guys started talking back together again, and you was rekindling your, your, your second time around for your marriage, then you got a phone call that you said changed your life. You kind of already jumped into it with Madison. But he got a phone call, mm-hmm. and in that phone call, the Madison's mom said, "I want Madison to come." Can you, if you don't mind, mm-hmm. could you elaborate. explain, elaborate more on that? Because it's just, and and the reason I said it is only because, and most times, most people think of like when it comes to the mother, they say, "Why would the mother want the child to go to the father?" Because we're, we're in in today's world, we are so conditioned that the child could only survive if they were with the mother, yes, and not with the father. Yeah. 
Mm. You know, like, so what was the, Mm -hmm. what was, how did that go about and how was that process and going and, and because as here you are just about to start your, your second time being married and now you have a child being brought into the, into Mm -hmm. the, into the environment. Yeah. You know? I think it's very, I think like Tara said, it's like, okay, I'm young and I'm kind of being, becoming a mother, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm getting married and becoming a mother at the same time. And it was very challenging. And you move know? to Louisiana. And, and moving, you know, I'm moving mm-hmm. out of my comfort zone in Birmingham and going to Louisiana and it was difficult. I mean, it was very difficult. And I did have a lot of times it's like, <laughs> what am I doing? You know, and then because it wasn't perfect, even though I prayed for bread, even though God answered my prayer, Right. I was deceived and thought everything was going to be easy. You know, it's just like the hard part is over. Now becomes yeah. the honeymoon forever and ever and ever. But it was the hard. It seemed yeah. like yeah. the hardest part started when we got remarried. You mm. know, it's like it was hard being separated. It was hard for him to leave. But it was even harder to kind of work things out because we had so much to work out, so much to talk about, so many issues of just him living by himself for so long, me living by myself, being set in our ways and our expectations and just and that wasn't it so we're still trying to i guess finish up a honeymoon and then i become mama you know i had i had never i had i taught school for a few yeah. years i had experience with nephews and um cousins and these kind of things but to be mama it just took on a whole nother level so madison moved in with us i had an opportunity to meet right. madison so when brent called me and he told me he was walking with the Lord again. I was kind of preparing myself. I'd never met Madison before. And so I came to visit Brent um, one time before we got married, we got remarried and we had a nice little visit, but it's still kind of mm-hmm. awkward, you know, because it's like, this is the child of my husband, yeah. but somebody else, you know, this is, it's just very, yeah. it was very awkward as I'm processing. Okay. But she's so Aww. sweet, y'all. I mean, she was just the, the sweetest baby ever, you know, I mean, she didn't give me any trouble. I mean, I won't say this. She gave yeah. me very minor trouble, but it was God blessed in that it was such a smooth transition. So pretty much what happened, we got that call and I became mama to the point where she started oh, calling wow. me mama and I got in trouble. You know, it's like, she, yeah, you act like mama, but you're not mama. So we just need to give you a new name. Okay. You're going to be such and such. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But in my heart, I know who I am and you know who I am, but we'll just right. call me something else to make peace. Y'all, so Brent was working and I was at home. I resigned from my job right. to be at home. So Madison and I, we just got really close. I took care of her. I fed her. I bathed her. I shopped with her. I took her places. I um, read to her. It was just like, it, we just had a really good relationship. Wow. And so she stayed with us that first year once we got married and just really became close and she, she was there when, when she Samuel was there was when my firstborn son was oh. when my son was born you know and so she stayed with us that first year and yeah and so my i had my son about 10 9 10 months after we got remarried and so madison was there for those whole nine months she was there and then it seems like um a little bit later we she was still with us but we ended up doing missionary work in korea and she stayed behind right. with family members and so but there over the years She's been with us and then she's been with other family members and she'll be with us. But um, something really big happened in maybe 2015, 2016. In 2016, I have I was pregnant with right. my fourth son and I was saying to myself, OK, 
Um, but then Madison wanted to move. She wanted to come visit. And I'm just like, I don't know if I'm ready to have five children. You know, it's just like, it's just a big step yeah, from one to two. Yeah, and then three to three to five. You know, I'm like, oh, oh boy. And I tried to tell her, you sure you want to come? And if you come with us, it's going to, you're going to have to do this. And, you got to give up all your yeah, stuff and be doing well, at home. And... We don't live like that. And I mean, you, you may just want to stay where you are. Okay. You know. But y'all, this girl was determined. She's like her dad. And she had her mind made up and she was going for wow. it. She was like, mm-mm, I'm moving in with y'all. And I was like, okay. So she moved in with us again. Really, she had, the Lord started working on her heart. Her dad and her would talk even when she wasn't living with us. And she had a desire to be Aww. a Christian. The same way her dad had that experience. It's like he wanted something more. She wanted something more. And she said, can I move in with y'all and stay a year? We were like, okay. We prayed about it. We said, come on, move in. And I'm thinking to myself, man, I mean, this is hard. I mean, how am I supposed to have a teenage girl and a baby and all the attitude and all the stuff that come with a teenage girl? Yeah, that girl was like, I mean, it, she wow. made it so easy. She made it, it. It was a miracle how smooth the transition was. But so she stayed a year and she gave her heart to Christ. And she became a born again Christian and her life, God started doing some amazing things in her life. So she stayed one year and what happened? She stayed one year and then she decided, oh, oh can I just stay? And so she wow. ended up staying four years, maybe five years. She wrote a letter to her mother. She had been praying about it because she was right. really concerned of what her mother was going to say. Because letting Ashley stay with us one year is very different from saying, really... I want to wow. I want to just live with my daddy full What's time. Was my mother upset? And um, she prayed about it. She said her mother just cried tears. But it's interesting that when Madison was just a baby, I don't know what moved her mother to say this, but her mother has said when Madison was only like four or five, uh, three or four, it said that um, I think mo I think mothers should raise their daughters at least until they you know they begin their first cycle and right. all this type of stuff. I don't know what made her say it, but when Madison was just young, she said, but if Madison ever becomes a teenager and says that she wants to live with you, then right. I would honor that. Mm -hmm. And it turned out wow. that's just what happened. Wow. So she stayed with us and she stayed with us maybe four, five years. She did eighth grade. She went through high school and she was with us five years until she started college um, last year. So she's off at college now. Oh, but, cool. um, but you all, it's kind of like she was, we just, God blessed us, kind of like Ruth and Naomi yeah. in the Bible to just kind of have this really special relationship that we don't have any blood relation, but that's my right yeah. hand girl. You know, sometimes she'll call and we'll talk and she won't even know, we, her and Brent won't even talk. It's just really a sweet, special relationship Aww. that we've been able to form. That's great. That's wonderful. Cause that's, I think, wow. I think I know for Tara, her, her whole, her whole object when, cause I have two boys um, that, I had when I met her and her object was just trying to make them happy. And it's weird. Cause like we had a conversation and my, my 25 year old was talking and he says, Hey, Miss Tar, you remember when you did this and that, and you bought this ball for me and you made this food for me. That made me so happy. My wife was like, really? And she didn't even realize what she had done. <laughs> so she was connecting, even though in her mind, she didn't think that they even liked her. No, I didn't. But it wasn't her. It was, you know, mm. my ex. But it, just because of the whole situation. And in the whole time, they was connecting. And she didn't even, my wife didn't even realize it. 
only because I didn't want the mothers to think that I was trying to yeah. take their place. You know what I mean? I just wanted to. Yeah. I just wanted to just mm-hmm. be there. You know what I'm saying? And and I and I loved them just as much as I loved their father. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a part of him. And they was very sweet boys. Mm-hmm. You know, they very respectful. Oh, they yeah. never disrespect me or anything. Well, they didn't disrespect you because I sat them down and said, "I don't care if you don't like her, but you're gonna respect her because she is my wife." Yeah. So if you have a problem, you come, you say something to me, and we deal mm-hmm. with it. But you better never ever disrespect her yeah. at all, or else it's gonna be me and you, mm-hmm. and you're behind. <laughs> And at the time, I wasn't kind of almost safe, so I said other words. But you know, you can get the jits. Yeah. But I was just like, "It's good. Yeah, I'm yeah, making yeah. grass because you're gonna respect her." Yeah, I yeah. always made they were tired. Always, you know, more than anything else, that's what I wanted. Yeah. You know, and to be fair, they was my kids are really good, so they was already kind of chill and good with that anyway. Yeah, they were. You know. I think so. for I think for me I think for me um after you know learning his children I wanted to get pregnant. I wanted to have a baby. So I was kind of, I would say at one point, I was so fascinated and just um, obsessed with wanting to have a child with him because I was like, I felt like we'll connect more, you know, even though we was going through our heart issues and stuff. I was like, maybe mm. we have a baby, but God didn't let it happen. I had ended up having an top pregnancy. They had to take mm. my left tube and everything. And then I didn't get pregnant, mm. what, two years later? After your father so passed. after my father passed, I ended up having my son in 2008. Wow. So, you know, God put me on a waiting wow. <laughs> waiting scale, wow. but everything happened at the time that he mm. wanted it to. And you, you, um, you said something earlier. You said it was the six things. Amen. And I, 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 just, I agree with you, but I, I, I had a seventh one, and that's having the baby. When you were talking about the, the, the six things you come through, on, come on. Things you yeah. go through, and you said six. But you said, yeah. but I, I, because the funny thing is when her father passed, literally when her father passed, like a month later, we found out she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I always say death brings birth. Wow. And so I, you can add that seventh one to yes. your, to your list because <laughs> having the baby is also something that can stress and change the whole dynamic of your relationship. Yeah. Absolutely. Remember we was talking, we was yeah. getting to know each other. I was telling about the um what? I'm telling about it. Well anyway, about the about the guy I was talking to. And yeah. I said that. I said, Man, man, you got a new baby. Mm-hmm. I said, things is taking place in your life that you're not even aware of. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's such a it's a it's a sea change, yeah. you know, in, in our lives. So so you you're absolutely right. I used to tell Tower that. I used yeah. to tell Tower. Because you know, in my two previous marriages, I had children, but I never had a chance to really get to know my wives, my ex-wives. Mm-hmm. And with Tyler, yeah. I was able to get to know her. Yeah. I was able to get to spend time with her. Yeah. I was able to get to understand her likes mm-hmm. or dislikes. We was able to get to communicate, even though we wasn't communicate still the way we needed to, but we were still reach, we were mm-hmm. still spending time with each other that I never had with my previous marriages. Mm-hmm. So I think that mm-hmm. also helped us in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And in our marriage, and then just mm-hmm. helping us to grow, even though we was going through all those rough spells and rough times. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. of that, it allowed me to be a different male. Where before I was like, you know what, I don't like you anymore. I'm re- like you. I I, I kind of did the same thing. Like mm-hmm. I don't, you know what, I don't want to be married to you no more. And I left. Yeah, you did that. Too. I did do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be honest with you, I did do that. So you know, and, and, and it's terrible. We we here. 
You, you know, Pedro, it's terrible. You know, we we putting it out there. We're being very transparent. And as we say it, in the condition that we are now, we realize how terrible that is. But that oh, yeah. plagues uh, that plagues our community uh, too much. Like- and it's, it's, it's one of the saddest things that has happened to our community is that as men, whatever's going on with us, we're conditioned to not care. Nope. And we could just be with be with a be with a woman and just walk away. Yeah. I mean, it was it was three years before I was in New Orleans before I even had any sense of of the magnitude of what I did. Hmm. How could that be? How could I be in such darkness that I didn't even realize the magnitude of what I did? It's amazing how you can get caught up into things and and you just keep diving deeper and deeper and deeper. And then sometimes God allow it to happen so we can then, you know, be stronger later. And that's what I think what happened to you. I think my personal opinion on you, I think, I think like being a male, um, I believe like you just, you, we were so easy just to be like, you know what? Cause we don't let our emotions. So I, I feel in a, in a strange way, I don't know if you're going to agree with me on this. I feel you had a little bit of feeling of what you did to Anika but you were so you were so selfish in your own wants that you you yeah. was like you know what I may be hurting her but I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do because I want to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm young, yeah. I'm good looking, I got money. You know what? I don't need this. I don't need her. I don't need this. I don't need this drama. I don't need all this. You know that so she's terrible. giving me all this stress. And it's so terrible, man. Just to be so selfish is. It's evil, right. man. It's, it's terrible, yeah, and yeah. and that's why yeah, that's why we're doing this. You know, we're trying to help people to to see, man. That's no way to live. Yeah. Oh no, and you no, did no, no. while you did that. Yeah, I'm not saying it's the right thing to do. I'm just talking wow. about in our frame of mind because I've been there with you, and like you said, it's it's a terrible thing. And then, like you said, you sit and you start thinking, like you say now as you get older, and that's what I'm trying to teach young people. You know, like you said, like with the ministry you're doing, with the fight will fight your fight for your marriage, and with marriage can heal. Like, I'm I'm trying to explain to young people, just because you hit a rough patch, a a rough patch, doesn't mean you have to give up. Doesn't mean you have to be like, I don't need to deal with you no more. You know, the greatest man is the man that can stand there, admit his faults, and 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 give and and take let down the wall mm-hmm. and take responsibility for himself. And say, so, you know what? Because one thing, and one thing I will say with me and Todd, I'm, I'm not, I'm speaking for us. I had to understand that the, the the one thing that irritates me more than anything is when the man says, "Well, if you didn't do this, if you didn't do that, I wanna did that." It don't matter what the other one does; it's still oh, your man. responsibility to react in the proper way, so that when things are going down. She could say, you know what? And Tyler will tell you this because I have to learn this because at first I was like that. And then I changed my thinking and I was praying and I, and God just said, Peter, you got to change the way you are. And I started changing. Mm-hmm. And it took me a while to get tall like this mm-hmm. to, to understand that I changed because she still thought I was the old way. I did. Yeah. And she'll say yeah. something to me yeah. and I'll just be calm. And she'd be like, is he is he tricking me? Why is he so At calm? At one point, I thought you was tricking me. Like, why is he so calm? He's too calm. Something's he's gonna blow at some point. No, no, something's not you right. Know, I, I don't like don't about this. <laughs> you know, like, wait a minute. Why is he so? He's just like, okay, cool. Let's fix it. Wait, where's the where's the breaking the door? Where's the slamming the 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 you know 
the cabinet? Where's the cursing me out? Where's the, you know, I would lay his hands on me, you know, even to that point. And I was just like, okay, cool. Let's pray. What? Let's pray. I mean, let's pray. I was like, Peter, don't play with me. <laughs> you know, like, I love so I think it's the mentality as men, we have to have the mentality that we're, we're not, we're not perfect, number one. Our spouse is not perfect, number yeah. two. Yeah. God is the only perfect thing. We put God first. We 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 over we oversaturate our marriage with God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I believe. You oversaturate. You oversaturate. You 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 just you just flood it. Mm. Just flood it. Keep it flooding. Just flood it and flood it. Mm. And the more you flood it, the more the water starts to recede. And now you got a beautiful tree that's growing on the side of the river mm. because now you have allowed God to grow you and to build your, your roots strong. And therefore then you're like, okay, now I can do this. That's God working on the inside out. Yes. Okay. He has yes. to work on the heart. He have to definitely work on the heart. If the heart is not changed, nothing else is going to matter. Just saying. I'm sorry. I just got the talking. <laughs> Keep talking. <laughs> Pedro, I just want to second what you're saying because it's so powerful, and 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 I I have a um, I have a great desire that young men. I hope there's some young men listen to this, um, podcast because what you said is so powerful, and it's a vision that I wanted to share with the young man the other day when we were talking. This guy, he he way bigger than me, you know. What I'm Can I do something real quick? It's a little, it's a little break. I hope yeah, it'll be yeah. a blessing. Just real yeah. quick. Can I do something real quick? All right, I want to just, I want to just, so, so, come here. This is, uh, this is hey, Samuel. Hi, Samuel. How you doing, young Hi. man? Hi, he look like a Samuel. All right, that's a uh, firstborn, 16 years old. This is hey, this Daniel. Daniel. What's up, man? Hi, Anthony. What's up? Uh, oh, did they call you Tony? <laughs> and this is, uh, this is formerly, formerly little Michael. Michael. Yeah, Tony. Hi, Michael. But he, he, he got it. He, he got to just be. The, he got to just be the baby. But he not really. Yeah, yeah. So I'm no longer little. It's not big, Mike. <laughs> that's, that's our, that's our godly seed. There you go. Pedro. There you go. Wow, y'all got yes. beautiful children. By faith, by faith. Oh, by faith, our godly go, seed. Yes. But, but what I, what I was saying was, um that that is such a powerful thing of what you were saying and i hope this young man mm-hmm. listening to this that um that change that happened in our lives pedro that man is one of the most fulfilling things that's happened in my life because my daddy died when i was in middle school mm. so i was not really not only was my mom and dad divorced he was a he was a uh vietnam right. vet in in in, in mm-hmm. uh, vietnam and he got into the agent mm. orange pedro and he died young, even though he was wow. healthy and strong. That agent orange ate his liver up and he died. So I really, and my mother did get remarried and Bill, my stepdad was in my life and I want to give right. him credit for what he did. But what it means to be a man, I had to learn on the job training yes. with God. And what you were describing, man, I just want to magnify that and say that was so powerful that I had to realize that in the home, it's like that old saying. I had to realize the buck yes. stops with me. Yes. Everybody can complain and say this and that. And sometimes, you know, my wife will Brent, you know, and, and that yeah, happens. Yeah. That happens in marriage. 
Hey, the young man was telling me that the other day. He said, I'm doing everything. My wife is, I said, you know, it's universal. My yeah. brother said, yeah. <laughs> you know, the wife is going to, is going to point the finger at yeah. you. But I said, as for us, it, you can't let that drive you. Like in the past, it drove me away. Or it drive us to tuck yeah. our tail and run away. Some men, it drives to drinking and sports or whatever, or right. you know, ignoring the home. And some men, it drives to adultery. Stay in your position and say, I'm here. The yes. book stops oh with me. Yes. I'm I even have a point to that too. And, and, and to when you, even though the book starts with you, for me personally, one thing I loved about Tara was that, so if it did get too much and I, as Tara as my wife, she knew when she was sometimes, you know, like over, be a little overbearing or pushing. Yeah. But if I said, listen, I mm. really need you to stop for even if it's just for the day can we revisit this tomorrow or can we can we talk mm. about this later because mm. right now i'm just not in the right frame of mind recognizing where i'm at i had mm. to learn how and to she had to learn that. okay mm. he wants to talk about it but he's just not right now because and i say mm. you just don't want to talk mm. about it you know just go off no i really want to talk about it but right now right. i just had a long day at work i'm stressed my brain is not in the right place can we revisit yeah. And I, then she understands and say, mm-hmm. okay, all right, babe, we can come back and talk later. Yeah. And then we come back and we have a conversation and we can talk about but it before, later. Before, I didn't used to do that. I, I must admit, because I play a part too, mm-hmm. I used to be a nagger. You know, where I used to be like, I want this, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going, going, going. And not realizing that mm-hmm. I need to give him time to process because men different than women. So I had to learn to mm-hmm. learn how to be quiet sometimes and just say, you know what, I'm going to just be quiet. We'll come back later, you know. And it took me a while to get there, but I finally start realizing that, you know, I can't be like that. I can't be like a contentious drip that's mm-hmm. drip, drip, dripping and I'm just going, yes, you know? Proverbs, yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> you, you know, but, but, you know, that can happen when we're committed. And that's when we, when we talk into younger couples is just to say, we don't know your different peculiarities. Y'all will figure that out with God's help and time. I love what you said, saturate mm-hmm. your marriage with God. You will figure these things out mm-hmm. with God's help and time. Yes. You got to hang Definitely. in there. You can't no. be jumping out the ring. You can't be jumping out the ring, going yeah. back to the locker room. Yep. You got to stay on the field. And yes. You will figure it out. Yeah. You will come together. Mm-hmm. You got to stay in mm-hmm. there. You got to work. It's work. I tell you, marriage is work. Mm-hmm. Marriage is nothing but pure work. Yeah. If you come home from, you come home. <laughs> Listen, you come. But listen, this is why, and I'm not gonna. Todd knows this. This is why when I go to work, I come home. I get more of a break when I go to work. Yeah, I must admit. I get more of a break when I go to work. Whatever. I'm talking about for me personally. <laughs> and when I come home, before I come in the house, I sit in my car for about 10, 15 minutes and decompress <laughs> before I come in the house. And the reason why I do this is because all the things that work, I work in. The, I work with people, so I'm dealing with different people and stuff. And somebody may irritate me. I don't want to bring it home to my wife. So I take a minute decompress. So when I walk yeah, into the I mean, door, I'm now home Pedro, not work Pedro. Yeah. And that way I keep the two separate things yeah. separate. I don't mm-hmm. bring work and home and I don't mm-hmm. take home. I don't take home to work. You've been doing a good job. Because I, I do the I I exactly. <laughs> so well thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, she don't give me many compliments. I, I better I better you acknowledge that. <laughs> what you said, Brent? We need, we need to get y'all on fight for fight for your marriage. Nika, Nika oh, brings yeah. in for testimonies and the things that y'all are sharing. And Nika's taking classes mm-hmm. and a lot of different things and mm-hmm. done a lot of study and put a lot of time in to this. And the things that y'all are describing, 
is a lot of things that that we try to share with people is yes. the communication, all the things that y'all are doing. Mm. Got to get got to get y'all to uh, share share y'all oh, testimony. Definitely, y'all let's set a date. Let's watch. set a date, and yeah. we'll be what ready a, to come on. More than welcome. More than welcome. Yeah. Anytime. Anytime. We we love to talk and just give people. We tell people we're not professionals. We're not perfect either. Yeah, we're not perfect, and we're mm-hmm. not professionals. That's one thing. We're just talking from the heart, and we can't talk for other people. We can't mm-hmm. talk for other people. We only talk about for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So everything that we're telling you is what we've gone through and what we're dealt with. Right. And we're just trying to give you knowledge mm-hmm. of how we dealt with it with God's help, and hoping that you know maybe it'll help you to be better at what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you guys are doing with your mm-hmm. with with the book that Anika mm-hmm. has wrote and with your ministry. And you said you guys do a, uh, you're doing a, 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 what you say, you're doing a counseling session coming up soon, right? A workshop. A workshop. We're doing a um, marriage workshop. Well, if I, I'd like to take a little minute, um, take a few moments to let you all know what we do. So the ministry is called Fight for Your Marriage with Anika. And it's mostly what I do. I help brave wives um, gain victories in spiritual warfare and Mm -hmm. in marriage. So Brent is supportive. He's very supportive. He helps with child care. He helps to just give me that office time to help me to be available for the women and different calls and things that come up, speaking engagement. So he's been uh, excellent support, you know, through this whole thing from when I wrote the book to when I started the ministry. So he's been there, you know, but it is a ministry um, that focuses on women, you know, because a lot of times like we are the ones that's nagging. We are the ones that's getting the attitude. We're doing a lot of these destructive habits yeah. that break our marriages. You know, yes, our husbands do things, but I feel like if we, if one person can change, the Amen. whole relationship Definitely. can change. You know, so if we stop being that dripping, contentious, dripping fountain, dripping water from a rooftop, I think the love in the home can increase, and the husbands can be like, oh, oh yeah, yeah I like to be at home. Home yeah. is an attractive place. Home is a place, a good place to come to after a long day at work versus whatever I could do besides be at home, you know? So mm-hmm. making sure we're encouraging women to have that connection with Christ so that they can be who Christ would have them to be, taking care of themselves, being, um, just recognizing, like Luke 2.52 says, Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man and just looking at the whole person that we need to take yes. care of ourselves. So with that being said, what we do, we offer a um, once a month, marriage support group for women. And so we come together, we have guest speakers. I speak a few times and some of the other women, they come together to share, uh, lead out with Bible studies, um, testimonies, um, just things that have been on their heart and to try to encourage women to be like the women we read about in Titus chapter two, let the older women teach the younger women how to love their husbands, love their children, be discreet, chaste, yes. keepers at home. Um, and how to um, be be Christ-like, how to be like the Proverbs 31 woman that looked well to the ways of her household. So we do that once a month, the second Sunday of each month. It's free. And the website that um, is listed here, the women can sign up for that, is for women who are married, separated, divorced, um, just whatever stage you find yourself in. Happily married women are there, um, unhappily married women, women that are hardly married, they're there. And it's a safe space for you to come and hear testimonies because, again, Fight is fervently pray, identify Bible promises, give thanks, have patience, and T is take time for testimony. So it's a time where we gather very similar to what we did at Sheila's house that I mentioned in the book, where women can come together for prayer, for Bible study, for um, um what is it, yes. testimony time, and to support each other. You know, outside the group, some of the ladies, they text each other as right. accountability partners. 
So that's something we do. And then um, I do one-on-one, a limited amount of one-on-one coaching because I'm still trying to, I do have all those boys yeah. that you all saw to take care of. But so a few, a couple of days a week, I'll do like some free, um, I do like a fight call, like a 20 minute fight call, um, just one-on-one to try to help people kind of sort through what the problem is and how they can work towards a right. solution. And so those are two of the main things we do, but we also, with the women, the Brave Wife Support Group, we do a, um, the monthly meeting and we have like a day of fasting and mm. praying for families where we come together, we share our test, our prayer requests, and then we pray and fast um, throughout the day. And then we come together for um, praises, testimony time, and we have intercessory prayer at the end of the day. That's amazing. So that's um, what we're doing. And also with the book, so the book is um, the book is available, and the book is available in ebook and paperback, um, video book and audio book, and that's available at the website. So what's what's the website again? And all the stuff that you put up that you was talking about the for the women, okay. they can go to fightforyourmarriagetoday.com and get all the information. That's right. Fightforyourmarriagetoday.com is very important that's that they put I, today yeah. in there. It's fightforyourmarriagetoday.com. <laughs> and um, so we're on, we also have a YouTube say, channel yeah. um, with the same, with yeah, Anika. Fight for Your Marriage with Anika is the okay. YouTube channel. You can find us on YouTube and you can also, we're kind of reestablishing our um, Facebook presence, Fight for Your Marriage with Anika okay. on Facebook. And so like Brent said, I've been kind of stepped away from a lot of things from Facebook and some other things so I can get yeah. a little more training. But the interesting yeah. thing about the extra training I've been getting is that if you will read this, if you take your yeah. time to read your Bible and like looks like it's been his home, yeah. you know the training. The training yeah. is in your heart, you know, because we're going, I'll share some stuff I went through, got from my training from last week. And we're like, this is the same stuff we've been talking about, you know, but it's just in a pretty package to let other people make it pretty for them. But it's like, I, we've been yeah. talking about this, you know, by the power of God's yeah. Holy Spirit telling us, this yeah. is what you need to work on. Mm -hmm. This is what you need to work on. Communication, mm -hmm. you know, taking time to just take set aside time. If now is not a good time, like you and Pedro have been able to do, when is yeah. a good time? And not just letting that time slide by, because that's something that we used to do. Um, Brent is, he likes to mm -hmm. talk and he kind of likes to have strong, mm, I don't know if, if disagreements is the right word, but just kind of like want to go yeah. back and forth. And it's just like, I don't yeah. like that, you know, yeah. it's like, and I want to have a conversation with you if that's how right. you think we want to talk. And I'm like, I don't want to talk <laughs> about it now. And I don't want to talk about it tomorrow yeah. or the day after tomorrow. But over time, we had to realize no, we yeah. need to talk about it, but how can we talk about it in a way that I don't just feel yeah. like right. I'm going to shut down and you don't just feel kind of overbearing, you know? So, mm. but again, you work through these things. I just mm. can't quit and go to my mom's yep. house and stay mm -hmm. and think everything will be yeah, right. Can I, I say something real quick? <laughs> can I say something? Because I was thinking, of, I was thinking what you were saying. So our, our way of, of communicating, and this this is just our way. Yeah. Because she makes facial expressions and she don't like my facial expressions. So she'll say something. I'll be like, she'll be like, why are you making that face at me for? <laughs> so what we learned, and we have learned this over the years, we, we this, this happened just um, sporadically. sporadically. Yeah. We talk on the phone. We actually talk on the phone. We talk on the phone. Nice. We seem to be able to work through a lot of our differences sometimes if we're not looking at each other. Yeah. And it just works for us. It works for us. Yeah. Right, because sure. the facial expressions gets us annoyed. Yeah. Or she, I, she may not be paying attention. She may roll her eyes. Why you roll your eyes for? Like, you know? Yeah. So to keep, 
So a lot of times I'm on the road driving anyway. So right. I'm always on the road driving. So because of that, we end up talking on the phone. Yeah. We can hash it out over the phone. Mm-hmm. And then when we and then when we see each other later, we could then sit down and have a more in-depth conversation yeah. and, and hash it out that way. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like the precursor of we will talk over the phone. I don't like how you did this. I don't like how you did that. And okay, well, what can we do to make it better? What can I do to be different? Mm-hmm. And then when we and then by the time we get to see each other, it's kind of we don't we don't have a long conversation. We right. just have like a synopsis of what we talked about, right? And then and it's over. And then it's over, right? Mm-hmm. Give me a kiss. Okay, bye. I'll, I'll see you later. <laughs> Go ahead. How long have y'all been married? Seventeen married? years, Jinx. Really? did you get married? <laughs> August 27, 2005. October 3rd, 2005. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Pretty amazing. Let me put something on y'all. If you're not already doing this, I love the different tidbits that come out of what y'all do behind the scenes. Y'all pray about it. Y'all might put together uh, like a little class, a little master class (laughs) and, and, and call it. And call it and call it real real class. <laughs> That's not a, That's a real idea. class. Like she wants to write a book. That's a good y'all idea. Y'all got so many, y'all got so many things that y'all figured out over the years. It's invaluable, y'all. So again, I'm just sharing that. Y'all pray about it. But I, I can see y'all doing a master class. Don't have to be too long. And call it real. All right, wow. we'll, we'll give you the. If we do, we give you the credit. <laughs> well, we definitely gonna give you the credit. But you know what? They're giving me something to think about because I've been asking God, like, what you want us to do this year for 2023? You know, wanting to, you know, build up. You know, what we'll be doing. And thank you. I'm definitely. I can see that being enjoyable too for people too, because you're gonna be in class with some people, but it's gonna be enjoyable, and you're gonna get some real stuff. You're gonna get some real practical stuff. Oh, thank you, thank time. you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the, and the funny thing is, where we the way we talk and where we act is exactly that we don't change. Wow. <laughs> I, I I really I mean yeah. people think we I know some people may think when we do the podcast we we only act this way but no we 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 act the same way same on the podcast way, and we yeah, our friends we, in yeah, real life <laughs> our friends are always laughing at us like you all are some crazy folks like because we <laughs> it was on our mind we actually come sometimes tamper the way we you know bring down the way we really say things, you yeah. know, cause right. like I, to, to give a case in point mm-hmm. and I, you know, um, earlier when you were talking about, you want to go back to new Orleans? Yeah. My, my, you know, my first thought to you, Brent was to say to you, but I had to stop myself. Right. You know, you went right. back for those beads, right. but I, I had to, you know. <laughs> but I, was, I, can't. I know, I know. You should have, you should have. But I, you know, but I would, I would have went there with you and be like, no, I didn't ah, okay. <laughs> so I was, you know, I was like, I don't know if I can say that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah. Do, yeah. I, we just say what comes off the top of my head sometimes, and we just, because we just believe in just being as transparent as possible. Yeah. And we do that with our children. Um, we're very transparent. We tell them, you know, the, right off the back, the truth. Because mm-hmm. I always feel like if your children don't learn the truth from you, who are they gonna learn the truth from? Yeah. And street, we don't want street education. Mm-hmm. I got street education. It did not teach me right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You had yeah. to unlearn. Exactly. What you exactly. Street, yeah. You know, and that's I had to unlearn. Mm-hmm. I did. To be fair, some of the street did help me through life. It does help. It's not all bad, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. The, the, mm-hmm. 
It's not but yet. the no, bad no, part no. is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. If yeah. you understand what I mean, like oh, it yeah. does. It's the tree of knowledge of good yeah. and evil. You know, yeah. it's another yeah. way to look at it. Um I yeah, I, I it was it was something I was just I was just no, thinking, no I'm sorry. Um, I, like I say we just kinda go off kilter sometimes, sorry. <laughs> but I have really enjoyed you guys. I mean, I can't wait to come on you guys platform. Yeah. And share our testimony. So oh, definitely. Anytime. Just let us know. Let, well, I guess we can let you know our availability mm-hmm. and when we able to and when you guys ready to, yeah. you can let us know. Oh, we're gonna make that happen. You, know? you heard what Anika said okay. when we was in the meet meet and greet up front, how she said she got her a schedule filled out. So Anika is very about getting in, uh, especially when we meet people, having them come in and share their testimonies. Yeah. And the thing about it is yeah. it's such a benefit to the ladies that come hearing different perspectives. And I think that's what I had in my yeah. mind. I was going to, I was going to say, tell y'all when, when I lost my yeah. thought, which is right. that authenticity and that sincerity that people appreciate. We have our different yeah. experiences to reach and to help people. That's why we love, even you look at the Bible, they got so many different characters and so many different stories. Mm-hmm. If everybody came at it mm-hmm. the same way, it will be boring. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. I perceive yeah. that, God has given y'all some tremendous things in the way that y'all work things out. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so, I, so as we, as our ministries continue to be in touch with each other, I'm going to continue to encourage that in y'all to write it down, Definitely. put it together and get it out there. I just did. I wrote it down on my, my little note. She's a note taker. It's <laughs> all up. It's from the God. It's mm-hmm. things that God has given y'all over the years is jewels. Yeah. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you got oh, no, um, that's classic. That's classic right there. I love that. Finding what works <laughs> not some cookie cutter thing, but finding out what works for your particular needs as a couple. Exactly. That was my point. What works for you? Because some people may not be able to talk over the phone. It may not work for them. But for mm-hmm. us, it works for us. Mm-hmm. It's just it just happened to be that way because I was always driving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into the worst arguments and then we'll get on the phone and then we could just talk yeah. and hash it out. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. you know. I was just, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to reading you guys' book. Like I said, I was not able to read the whole, you know, I was able to like skim through it, um, different parts and stuff. But I'm really, I'm looking forward to reading it because on top of, we didn't talk about this, but on top of it, you have a lot of um, Bible promises to you. You have a lot of review and reflection questions, which I think is good because sometimes I think when you read something, mm. you know, be honest what you write down. Yeah. And um, thing. I saw in the back that you also have like a journal. That goes along kind of in with the process the, um, of revamping it, but it we should be out shortly. But we kind of okay. well, trying to re- okay. just make some improvements. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She did have it, and it was very nice that she had got okay. it. I think we just sold out uh, the the order that we have. So you know, when you do another printing, you do some improvements. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Gotcha. And I know. Yeah. So I was like, "Wow. Well, okay. Okay. So." Cause I definitely like, I definitely am looking forward to reading a book and me and Tara sitting down and reading the book together. Cause yeah. I know she's going to want to read, you know, the book with me. Yeah. <laughs> we got to do some things together. We do a lot of things together. <laughs> oh, I want, oh, this other thing I want to say too, cause you made a little, you made a little comment. I love being home. It's just when I get home, the children just, you know, cause mm-hmm. they love, they, they just, mm-hmm. bombard, you know, daddy, 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 daddy. So that's what I meant by when I go to work is my peace and quiet. I get more peace and quiet when I'm at her work than when I'm at home. I love being home though. I love being around my girls, my son, 
my girls are so loving. They're always, you know, do you need anything? Can I rub your back? Can I rub your feet? Can I get you something to drink? You know, they very attentive. You know, I love my children. But, you know, I just say that, you know, it's just, it's, I think, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but I, because I think as marriage too, that's the next thing. You have to learn the differences between work mm-hmm. and home. Yeah. And you have to be able to mm-hmm. decipher the two. And then you have to be able to enjoy both. Mm-hmm. 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 You know, be happy with work and be happy with home. Mm-hmm. And and it, and it just makes your life and your yeah. marriage mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. better too. Yeah. That's just my that's just my oh, yeah. my, you know, mm-hmm. belief. I think that's just you. I think that's just you keeping it real. You but, uh, was, was kind of joking really when you said it. But you you know, you got to come by and clarify just in case somebody thinks yeah. something, you know what I'm saying? But but I felt what you were saying, you know. Uh, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, because she made because your wife made the comment about you know um, being happy at home oh, and stuff, no. and I was like, she tried, like, I hope she don't <laughs> think I was saying I don't like being home. No, I, I but see, I was just, it, it's just me paying attention to what you were saying. So I was like, let me just clarify. Somebody listening, they'd be like, he don't even like being home. Why should I listen to him? <laughs> Yeah, I would go uh, listen to somebody uh, that I don't like being like home. I was talking about in general, you know. I mean, I, I wasn't saying for you. All. I'm just talking about in general because yeah. I do talk. I just got an email yeah. from a sister who was talking about that. Just making home a lovely, attractive place. Mm-hmm. It's funny because, um, you know, before we got married, she, you know, she was yeah, a school, school teacher, right? And now she, you know, like you say, it's funny because she prayed for all of this, right? Prayed right. for right. husband. We got the children. You know what I'm saying? She homeschooled the children because she's a teacher by trade. So it's it's real school going on here and everything. But right, right. we'll go for a walk or whatever. She'll just keep it real and be like, wow. I miss getting out there. I wanna I wanna go, you know, I wanna get out of the house and everything. And it's kind of funny because it's like it's like the things we pray for, but it's not easy. You may pray for something, you know what I'm saying? You may pray for no. that dream job. That don't mean it's gonna be a cakewalk. You pray for a new career. Yeah. You pray anything in life that's worth having is yeah. going to be yep. difficult. And we tempted to want to say, "Wait a minute now," mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to sign up for all of this. Mm-hmm. So that so that's just mm-hmm. that's just a blessing. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a word. Be careful what you pray for, because sometimes God will give it to you, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you really don't want it. You're like, "I didn't want this," but you asked for it, so yeah. now you gotta you gotta deal with it. Yeah, yeah. Ty, Ty's a stay home mom too. Yeah. Our kids go to school though, um, because our children just were not gonna be could not be homeschool. Yeah, well, they're they're yeah. they're they're, they're <laughs> again their person not like Sky. Our daughter Sky is no way she could stay home. She would she would go crazy. She yeah. just yeah. her mind is visual. Yeah, she needs yeah. that stimulation. She needs that social interaction stimulate stimuli. She just if she was home, it would totally just bring her down to another a different level that, yeah well one thing yeah. i learned with our children trying to homeschool them when they mm. home they turn off everything mm. like they they're not ready to learn <laughs> they don't want to learn so they they the opposite of you guys children so they you know them going to yeah. school is better for well, that's me because she started off with yeah. them she home, started already. off at yeah. home already yeah so that's all they know, you know so that's why it's and that's what we're them. talking about is finding what works for your family you yeah. know because even as we conclude, I feel like even yeah. when we're saying to fight for your marriage, that's important. You know, for your average family, I think that is important. But again, if your yeah. husband is addicted to something, mm. if he's committed, actively committing adultery, yeah. mm-hmm. or if he is abusive, these are some situations that you got to look at your particular situation and say, 
is it safe for me to be here with him? He's already hit me. So I have to consider my personal safety. You yeah. know, so I'm not saying you need to get some right. your husband. It has addictions with um, yeah. drugs, alcohol or any such, even pornography, any kind of addictions. They right. need to get addressed. You know, if he has if he's abusive or if he's fa- yeah. actively involved in adultery. Yeah. These are some situations you got to work beyond and get some help and not just try to stay there and work through it. Yeah. Get some outside help. But for these other people that's just saying, oh, he get on my nerves or he didn't give me what I wanted or she didn't do this or she looked at me this kind of way. These are things that we can work through. These are minor things that we could be able to work through on our own. Yes. Or even just getting a little support, you know, then that's what we're here for to support brave wives and to support families. Like I said, with the upcoming workshop, supporting families and showing them how to be committed and just some principles to help them strengthen their marriage. And help save their marriage for divorce from divorce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. that, that's amazing. That's yeah, amazing. definitely that. That's yeah, because wow, that's mm-hmm. so. Thank you so much, um, guys. Thing that I don't even like. I'm just thinking like for us how that worked and how mm-hmm. we've been saying that since the beginning of our podcast, mm-hmm. and just you know, just trying to just we 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 want to shout at the monotop just to tell folks to. Mm-hmm. You know, like just yeah. don't give yeah. up. Just yeah. keep working. You know, God put you mm-hmm. God put you together for a reason. Mm-hmm. He may even separate you for some time, but he still put you together for a reason. Mm-hmm. And just like you guys said, you mm-hmm. actually got divorced and got remarried. So. You know, and, and God God knew that you was gonna be at this point in your life, um, that you was gonna be able to mm-hmm. be, have a ministry that you can help folks and and, and help other people. Mm-hmm. And because I always will, I'm sorry, real quick. The one thing I always learned, especially in the church, um, any church, I feel sometimes we go talk to people mm-hmm. that don't have any experience mm-hmm. about what you're going through. So exactly. God puts you through things so that you can help people. And that's why, and I think that's where people be selfish because they have experience, right. but they don't want to share. Kind of had that look like everything yeah. perfect. There's people in the church like that. that are trying to commit suicide. Right. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. people in the church that have tried to kill themselves. There's people in the church that's that's done adultery. There's people in the church. All the things we talked about, they don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But talking about it, you don't know oh. if the next person is dealing with that same thing. Mm-hmm. And as a church, I think we need to get out there and tell people. That's why we're so transparent. We tell people about our life and our testimony because I want people to know that you're not alone. No, you're not. That whatever you're going through, this we're going through the same thing. This is powerful. I mean, the things you saying is what we believe preach from the mountaintop. I don't know how our ministries got connected, but I'm so glad that we that we had this time. It's been it's been such a beautiful thing to hear the things that y'all are saying. That's what we're about. Oh, it's been a blessing. Yeah, yeah. I know. We we oh definitely. <laughs> definitely. I'm glad we hooked up and we definitely will keep in touch. Mm-hmm. Um, Thanks for having us. We want to thank you all for joining us on the Marriage Can Heal podcast. That's right. This is Pedro. And this is Tara. Drop the beat now.